Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. That will be really, really good. So the title of this morning is um, regarding the Christmas uh, message. such as YWAM that creatively just sort of thought well the way that we'll spread the message to millions and millions of people across the world is to put 316 up and then perhaps get people asking the question and so we're going to John 316 which if you were here last night Christian alluded to it's not a uh, bible verse regarding the Christmas story per se but it inevitably crops up for God soul of the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life then 2 Corinthians 9 15 just to back that up thanks be to God for his indescribable gift the Christmas message gift or reward there's some big clues here gift love life and uh, God giving And yet, still people wrestle with the wonderful truth of whether God really wants to give that gift to them. Maybe you're here this morning and you still can't come to a place of believing that God in Jesus literally wants to give the gift to you. And so you think you've got to do something for rewards. You see, there are people out there that seek to be religious. There are people... Uh, in the world that want to be good there are people giving to charity there are people volunteering one of the national papers has put out a volunteer call to help with the national health service over the last few weeks and over 20,000 new people have volunteered to give a few hours maybe a day a week or a month to help the national health service in all that it's doing great incredible all these things are good but if I can say it respectfully this morning they're not good enough Because what will happen is that we will continually try and climb the greasy pole of getting to God in our own efforts and find ourselves slipping to the bottom again. As someone says, the Christian faith is not about religion, us trying to get to God. It's about relationship, God coming to us. Let me try and illustrate this for a few moments. So I need six boys and girls to come to the stage, please. Thank you. One. Who else is coming? Thank you. There's, yeah, one there. Thank you. Two here. I need one more. One more. Right, thank you. Okay, all on the stage. Right. Great. Now we're going to illustrate rewards. It's all right, you've got a prize. And uh, so I want you, can you just tell us your name? Everybody, what's your name? 
Rihanna, great. Rihanna, I want you to wish everybody a happy Christmas, please. I know you're not feeling very well. I need it with a real loud, as though you shouted at your mum. You know, a real loud voice. I'm like, well done. And for that, you have got a reward. Now, this young lady is an actor. And so, can you just remind everybody of your name, please? Molly. So Molly, what I want you to do is I want you to be very careful. I want you to go down those steps, walk across the front and come up those steps, please. And if you can do it three times as quick as you can. Okay. Right. Right. That's one. Right. You get the bell next time. Okay. Right. You got the bell. Last lap. That was an ill. Yeah. So that was just to encourage you on your keep fit regime for the new year. Okay. Molly, for that, you have got a reward. Thank you. Now then, who we got here? Right. Elijah, just tell everybody your name. Elijah. Thank you. Now, Elijah, what are what, what you like at spelling? Good. Right. right. Can you spell Jesus? G-E-S-U-S. That'll do. Now, nice and... J, J, J. Yeah. Nice and loud again, right? J-E-S-U-S. Well done, Elijah. And for that, you have a reward. Right. Tom, tell everybody your name. Tom. No, but I know, but not everybody Tom. knows. Yeah, Tom. yeah. So, right. Now, what I want you to do, Tom, is after we finish, which is not going to be long, I want you to invite everybody uh, to know that they're welcome to stop for teas and coffees afterwards in your loud voice. Okay. Right, thank you. Stop for teas and coffees afterwards. Whoa! Hey! <laughs> and for that, you have a reward okay and the last one is what's your name Tarragon. sorry Tarragon. wow that's an incredible name what i want you to go and do is julie's been leading the service this morning she's at, so i want you to go and shake her hand and wish her a happy christmas please thank you You did that really, really good. And for that, you have a reward. You're going to have to wait a minute. So, okay. Well, so just before you sit down, reward. They did something and they received something in return. They were recompensed. They were paid. Not very much, but they were paid. And of course... uh, There's a sense where that's a good thing. Sometimes when we do things, we receive. But that's how people often think they're going to get their way to God. Doing, 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 doing. And somehow God's going to give. But I want to tell you, even though the Bible speaks about rewards, it's not rewards for relationship. It's rewards from relationship. Now, this young man here, You're going to have to wait a moment while everybody else goes and takes the seats and we'll give them one last clap. Thank you. You stay here a minute.
the Christmas message, gift or reward. I wonder if we can have the definition of grace up, Daniel, thanks. So here's the truth. It really is about gift. And the Bible says that by grace we've been saved and that not of ourselves is the gift of God. Here's a definition of grace. Grace is my little helper spelt it wrong. Okay, grace is the empowering, undeserved favour unconditionally given to the undeserving. Grace is the empowering, undeserved favour unconditionally given to the undeserving. You think, wow, that sounds too good to be true. And when we minister on grace and make it seem too good to be true, we've done a good job. Because that's exactly what grace is. And so, this young man here, can you tell everybody what your name is, please? Archie. Archie? What an amazing... Archie, I'm not going to ask you to spell. I'm not going to ask you to run around the stage. I'm not going to ask you to shake anybody's hand or wish happy Christmas. I'm going to grace you this morning. You've got to do nothing, but you've still got a prize. Isn't that amazing? Well done. That's grace. That's grace. Actually, you don't have to do anything. And there are people around this room that were good people striving to get to God. But one day they realised that it was the undeserved favour of God given to the undeserving that was their opportunity to receive a gift. Ephesians 2.8 says that by grace are we saved through faith and that not of ourselves. It's the gift of God. That word saved or salvation means to be delivered from harm or ruin. I don't know whether you watched the news a couple of weeks ago, but there was a sailor called Susie Goodall, and she had a bit of a problem. Uh, uh, A boat sort of, she was sailing around the world or seeking to, and 2,000 miles from land in the Southern Oceans, um, she had problems with a sail and all those things, and she was completely stranded. Now, Thank goodness for GPS systems and all of those things where she could contact. But it still seemed as though she was in a terrible dilemma. When there was a ship coming from Hong Kong through the Southern Oceans that was re-diverted by the, the, uh, the people that look after the seas. And they became her salvation. She was completely hopeless. She was going to run out of food. There was no way she could get to land in her own way. But someone came along. I don't know whether you saw them. They literally got her on a winch and they hauled her up the side of the ship. And there was that lovely picture when her mum greeted her as she came onto shore. She was saved. And however good we think we've been, in terms of our heart before God, we're on the road to ruin. And the Christmas message is that God invaded the world with a gift. How did this gift come? Well, we're talking about Jesus. And the Bible says he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. The reason is because he was God. And yet God so loved the world that he gave. You'd think that he may come with crashes of lightning and thunder. With the angelic host singing, Oh, holy night, as he ascended, descended into... But no, 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 no. I love God. I love the way he does things. 
And Jesus came literally as a baby in a crib the size of a shoebox to minister to our lives. It captures the great thought of meekness and majesty. Let me just talk about that for a moment. Because this song, there's a song called Meekness and Majesty. Some of you are going there right now. And uh, it was written by one of the most uh, influential and gifted uh, modern songwriters of our, our time, Graham Kendrick. And uh, Graham has so captured the move of God over the years of what God has done. This is a song that means a lot to Miriam and me because mums and dads, I don't you come when your kids came home from school with the recorder. You know, you know before, before the violin, before the trumpet, be, before up the recorder. Well, one weekend day, we sat in our house and all of a sudden now Miriam had come home with the recorder. She's playing Meekness and Majesty, note perfect, without music, lying on her bed, inherited a mum's musical gene. And it was a precursor to a playing flute for me all the way through her teenage years as part of a worship team. And we were just listening to Meekness and Majesty. Let me give you the first verse. Meekness and Majesty. Manhood and deity, imperfect harmony, the man who is God, Lord of eternity, dressed in humility, kneels in humility and washes our feet. Oh, what a mystery. Meekness and majesty, bow down and worship, for this is our God. So as I close, friends, this morning, I'm really trying to answer very, very simply that message of, is it a gift or is it a reward? And over the last few minutes, with the help of the boys and girls, I hope that I've been able to land the fact that it's a gift. It's a gift that you can't earn. It's a gift that we don't deserve. It's a gift that we'll never get to in our own strength. But grace says, you know what? I want to give it you anyway. Just like I gave the gift to Archie. I want to give it to you anyway. God is still changing people's lives. And I read a great piece in the weekend press yesterday regarding Jonathan Aitken. Jonathan Aitken, of course, was a high-flying MP. He ended up in prison for perjury. Some of you may remember that 20-odd years ago. And in that journey, he became a wonderful, committed Christian, uh, reading, you know, understanding the truth of metanoia, repentance. And uh, recently, he's been ordained as a uh, Church of England chaplain, and he's 76 on the journey to become a priest. He's the chaplain at Pentonville Prison. Uh, and he knows a little bit about prisons and is not quick, slow to tell the prisoners about it. But a great turnaround story. And in the article yesterday, he was saying that so often I feel I don't deserve it. So often I'm reminded of my past, but I know it's all behind me. And you've heard this morning through what Julie and Jay and others have said, that when you reach out to God, it's just the beginning of what God wants to do in the purpose of your life so the final slide guys here's three responses to the gift as we close how do we respond well number one the gift rejected the gift rejected no no not for me Sharon and me said to somebody that lives close to us yesterday do you want to come to the Christmas services no (laughs) the gift rejected It says that even Jesus' own people didn't receive him. 
He says that when he did a miracle and set free the demonized man, the people said, will you leave us? When Jesus entered Jerusalem and said, I want to be like the hen gathering the chicks under my wing, but you were not willing, the gift rejected. And I say very carefully this morning, very respectfully, you may be here feeling that you've got every right to reject the gift. There may be a why in your life. There may be an issue that's come. There may be a pain or a hurt. And you keep pushing the gift away. But I really want to encourage you to reconsider this morning your stance and no longer reject the gift. The gift neglected. Hebrews says, how can we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? No priority, no emphasis, no first. The cares of this life ruling the roost. Neglect always comes with a cost. If you neglect to service your car, there's coming a day. And every time we drive past them on the M1, because we've been there so many times. There's not even a hard shoulder now from Junction 28. You've got to put your life in your hands on that smart motorway. But maybe they thought, we'll put it off, we'll put it off, we'll put it off, we'll put it off. And then the thing's broken down. And whatever you neglect in your life will eventually draw a cost. I really encourage you during this coming year, not out of a sense of a new year resolution, but a resolve of your heart to make sure God's first. And thirdly, the gift accepted. John 1.12, for those who received him, he gave the power and authority to become the sons of God. All over this room, at different points in people's lives, little boys and girls in kids' church, young people, men and women, people at 40 and 50 years of age. When I've seen people come to Jesus at 40, 50, 60 years of age, the only thing they've ever said is, I wish I'd have done this sooner. I wish I'd have done it sooner. And all over this room today, people have received the gift And uh, there are people being used, their gifts are beginning to emerge. The redemptive story of Jesus is pouring out of their lives. And it's amazing to see. The Christian message, it's not about reward, it's about a gift. Someone says that if we'd have needed information, God would have sent an educator. If we'd have needed technology, God would have sent a scientist. If we'd have needed money, God would have sent an economist. And if if we'd have needed pleasure, God would have sent an entertainer. But the thing that we all needed was the gift of salvation. We needed to be saved. And the gift came in the size of a shoebox. But his name is Jesus. And because he humbled himself, God's given him a name that's above every name. And that one day every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The prayer of Arena Church, every one of us here that have stepped into accepting the gift, is that you will no longer strive to get to God out of reward, but you'd let his overwhelming grace touch you this Christmas time. You'd receive the gift and let God take you forward. As we close, we have a card that's on your Uh, chairs it's a connect card many many people in this church have filled it in it's not a catch and in these days of uh, of uh, legislation not that we want to but we wouldn't pass this data on to anybody else but this morning week after week in arena church we intentionally ask for a response 
And we believe that's why God keeps adding to the church. God has caused many of us to receive the gift. We want everybody to receive it. And so the response to our Christmas services is this. That if God's spoken to you this morning, you may not be able to define it like that, but just something stirred in your heart. You've been striving, striving, striving. But this morning, the free gift of God to touch your life, if you'll fill that card in, if you'll give it to somebody at the prayer point or downstairs at the resource table, they will give you a free gift in return that will help your journey of faith as we go into 2019. God bless you.